there was a time when bariatric surgery done through the old-fashioned approach of big incisions carried a higher mortality rate or a mortality rate, death after surgery rate that was comparable to having open heart surgery. And, and that is no longer the case. This is Almost 107, a Fanshawe College journalism student podcast. Get real. The first operations designed for the purpose of weight loss were first performed in the 1950s at the University of Minnesota. Hi, I'm your host, Bernardo Luca, and today we'll be talking about how bariatric surgery can help with weight loss and the recovery of an individual's self-esteem. I feel better. I look better. I move better. Um, I do all kinds of The jejunal ileal bypass, famous in the 1960s and 1970s, was proven effective to help with weight loss. Acting in the human body through malabsorption, its goal was to reduce the amount of nutrients and calories absorbed by the body. Later, during the 1970s, the introduction of the gastric bypass surgery represented a significant change in the bariatric surgery's landscape. We will be diving into London's recent success with surgeries at the Bariatric Center at LHSC in London. We will also hear from Sandy Achilleos, a patient that went through the surgery in 2022 and had a life-changing experience. At the time, uh, my son was dating a girl um, who was in the process of undergoing bariatric surgery. Uh, she was in the, in the, the queue, in the lineup, in, in, and then COVID hit, so she was, um, uh, everything was put on hold. And so she and I got talking, and, and my attitude towards bariatric surgery has been, uh, what a lot of people I think have, is that it's, it's cheating, it's taking the easy way out, it's, not, you know, it's, it's making it, doing a shortcut kind of thing. And, and then when I talked with her and, and she was really, really knowledgeable, uh, it really opened my eyes and made me think that, yeah, maybe there is some hope. Cause at that point I pretty much lost any hope that I was ever going to lose it. And, uh, and so I started to investigate it and, and, eventually went through with it. So, um, and uh, I used to, I said this to, to my family and friends when I was talking to them about it, that for all of my life, I have I've had, to, had to worry about every piece of food that goes in my mouth. You know, that what is this food going to do to me? It's probably going to put weight on, right? And so for the rest of my life, I was always going to have to worry about that. And then with the bariatric surgery, it was well, I'm still going to have to worry about food going into my body, but at least I will be smaller, happier, um, healthier in in that term. And and so once once I got to that point, it was it was pretty um it was pretty simple to go through with the surgery. I asked Dr. Shalakta, who's the medical director at the London Bariatric Center of Excellence in London what it meant for staff and for him to have performed so many successful surgeries. Yeah, well, I think um, I've had the opportunity throughout my career to do a lot of, to live a lot of different lives as a surgeon. So I've been in practice for 25 years and I've done trauma surgery and transplant surgery and surgical oncology and robotic surgery and everything else. And I remember a mentor telling me 
almost 20 years ago that they thought that patients who suffer from obesity, when they have bariatric surgery, that they're the most grateful patients that they've ever encountered. And I have to tell you, although patients are often grateful when the surgery goes well, it is true, though, that this is a group of individuals who are the most relieved and has the greatest impact on their quality of life when they have surgery and are therefore very grateful as a result. Absolutely, because it's something, it's not an, an internal problem, it's something that uh, impacts one's ability to, to do everything in the day to day. So I was talking to Sandy and she, she told me the importance of it because now she can perform her daily tasks and everything with a just ease, with a normality, right? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely right. It, it really it restores their mobility, it restores their function, it restores their self-esteem. Uh, people who have obesity suffer from discrimination. Uh, you know, all of these things uh, actually improve when when they have a good result from surgery. Oh, I mean, how has my life not changed? Basically, it, it was absolutely life changing. I do all kinds of things now, like uh, the, the biggest thing lately is I joined a gym, and if you knew me, you would know how foreign this is to me, that, that I actually joined the gym, have continued to, to go to the gym, and I actually really look forward to going to the gym, lifting weights, to, to, um, to moving my body. Recently, the Bariatric Center at LHSC was accredited by a joint program of the American College of Surgeons and the American Society for Metabolic and Bariatric Surgery, which recognizes centers for their ability to advance safe and high-quality care for bariatric surgical patients through the accreditation of bariatric surgical centers. And Dr. Center of Excellence was accredited by MBSATIT. What does this mean? to the city of London, and do you think it's getting more uh, visibility in terms of uh, healthcare? And I know that those were hard requirements, so that um, this could be achieved, right? Yeah, no, that's a great question. So the first thing I'll say is the city of London and the London medical program here has has never been off the radar for sure. There, there's a, there have been a bunch of very impressive pioneers and, and uh, very accomplished individuals throughout the medical history here uh, and currently as well. So let's Let's make sure we don't lose that perspective. But as far as the bariatric program is concerned, so the MBSA QIP is a, is a joint program of the American College of Surgeons and the American Society of Metabolic and Bariatric Surgery. And it's a quality improvement program that has very high standards. Uh, and quite honestly, the process of going through the accreditation was quite onerous. And I got to tell you, whenever we go through any kind of accreditation, there's always a fair bit of um, consternation about why are we why are we trying to meet all of these standards? But once you work through the process, the result is several things. The first is it's, a, it's an acknowledgement of the outstanding quality program that we have here. And, and this is the whole team, of course, not just the surgeons. It's the whole team of care that we provide. And that is acknowledged by receiving full accreditation on all of the standards. I mean, we're already, London is already known as a very, um, Great center for medicine, and but and so this is just one more notch in adults. But it it would actually I think really help people to to trust the process, to trust the the center, to say okay they're doing all of this stuff. I mean, um, one of the biggest parts of of my recovery, the support group, which is part of why they got the accreditation, and 
we're just starting another session of the support group, and, and that's been fantastic to to connect with other people so you're not sitting there all by yourself um, thinking you're the only person who's going through this. That, that's been amazing. So, so yeah, I think it, it's really important that they get this accreditation. It, it um, yeah, allows for more trust in the center and, and the people doing it, for sure. The standards allow us by meeting those standards, we know that we're able to provide a much higher uh, quality of care and, and the outcomes that go along with that. So that's something London can be proud of. Yeah, I think uh, not only you, but like you said, all the surgeons, all of you guys know the importance of uh, receiving this accreditation. And when talking about the bariatric center itself, how do you think it has contributed or impacted the healthcare landscape overall in London? Yeah, that's a great question. I, I think that, you know, when we hear about um, surgical backlogs and patients needing surgery, we hear about several aspects to it, but one aspect of surgery are the individuals who need surgery because uh, their life is in danger. You know, they've got uh, bad heart disease or they've got cancer or whatever. And uh, when we talk about surgery for obesity, uh, it is a lifesaver as well. There, there are studies that clearly demonstrate that having surgery actually uh, improves your long-term survival, as we say, in much the same way as we talk about having surgery for cancer, for example, improves your survival. By the same token, when we talk about uh, individuals needing surgery, like orthopedic surgery, and being disabled and needing surgery in order to improve their quality of life and their function, that is also a benefit of having bariatric surgery or having obesity surgery. And so we actually hit both of those um, areas of improvement very hard. And I think as a result, we're having a very significant impact on uh, the population in London that really are benefiting from this care and really need this care. Absolutely. This is amazing. I mean, I'm not a doctor, but it truly must be very rewarding and heartwarming to see these uh, positive outcomes, as I said earlier. Uh, when you do the, the surgeries, and they, 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 just, they just work, right? See, again, people recovering their mobility, their ability to do things. I think it's just uh, amazing. Well, I'd just like to say I'm... I am thrilled to hear that she's doing so well, and uh, like so many of the patients in our program, uh, I know that they're grateful for the care they receive, but have to say that from the standpoint of the caregivers in the program, uh, that, that is our primary reward is to see uh, not just satisfied customers, but to see people in whom the, the time that we have put into this has really had a profound effect on their life, and, and uh, that, that is the greatest reward that we can ever receive. Thank you for listening to this episode of Almost 107. I'm Bernardo Luca. You can find more episodes of Almost 107 on our website, 1069dx.com, or whatever you get your podcasts at.